Ready? <rire> One, two, three, go. Les Canadiens de Montréal sont fiers de repêcher from the Slovakian national team and TPS Turku, Uri Slavkovsky. It's your boy, Louis. It's your boy, Gibby. And it's your boy, Vinny. Hey. What's, what's going up? on, guys? guys. Yo. I got goosebumps. I'm back. We're back, baby. Wow. Bro, I don't even... I honestly, when you guys came in the call, I was like, who are these two guys? Like, look, I, Vinny looks like a stud. Yeah, Vinny's looking fresh. Yeah. fresh. I got ahead. bad lighting. You know, it's, it's so unfortunate luckily we are not recording video this episode we are yeah. or we no, are not. but it's not live not. either well, we, way we see I got each other but we're not i literally right have two pot lights that just went out i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing maybe it's good maybe it's bad i mean <laughs> look at your hair it might be a good thing <laughs> well, i just got a haircut though i swear to god <laughs> i'm playing bro. look at that look at that fade love it i'm playing what's going oh, on guys it's been a while man it's been it's a been while, a while. Since I have my can and throw my hand while be gentle, boys. Be gentle. <laughs> yeah. What's so, going on, man? So let's, listen. Same let's, shit, let's, man. Let's Nothing. talk about let's talk about how we've been, first of all. Okay. Yeah. How has this year treated you, Penny? We came out of it uh alive, man. Like I, I didn't think that we would uh would ever be over this pandemic, and we're still not over it. Right, it's yes. allegedly. We're sort allegedly. We're just we're, we're pretending we're over it, but we're still not over it. But it, it's nice to it's nice to get back to life, right? I think I think that's where uh, I'm grateful, anyways, and and it, it's great for my kids as well. We, we we're going back to living the way we used to pre-pandemic, and it's kind of weird saying that. You know, good. good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, Actually, Vinny, I, I I've been meaning to ask. Like, I know a lot of kids are struggling. Like, how are, are like? Do you notice that your kids are a little bit more nervous, like hanging around people, or are they are they finally starting to, to kind of get a little bit more comfortable? Uh, at the beginning, they were a little bit uncomfortable, but now it's like, let's like they, they, they didn't forget free for all. Having, yeah, good, they're having man. a good time. They went to the pool and they it's gotta it. be tough, man. It's gotta be tough. The kid, like the kids, just come to a complete halt, and then you know what I mean, like to get. To get back in the mix, I'm sure. Listen, it's a kids, bit kids have the most like they're the most intelligent, most adaptive people. Like, you know what I mean? They're they've never been the problem. You know, it's adults that are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty Gibby, much. How you been? I've been good, man. I've been good. I'm oh, just yeah. doing tell me, him, baby. Tell him. It looks look at him. He looks happy. I'm doing me, man. He looks you happy. Guys, as you guys know, he, I if you don't know, up. Gibby's got a nose ring now. He, look, he looks 10 years younger. He's living in Midtown. He moved from Uptown Oakville to Midtown Etobicoke. If you guys are from the GTA, you know what it is. 
He's there. He's out in these streets, living in a condo life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just just throwing bread at the chickens. Just throwing <laughs> bread at the- <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's what we can call it, man. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good, man. I I'm I'm I'd say probably the last what three or four months I've been like a really good headspace. Like obviously with everything that went on, and I don't want to get back into it, but everything that went on, I was in a tough headspace. But no, nah, man, I'm good. I'm 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 ready to pod. I've been I've been waiting. I've been like on the bench just like you know when when like the kid like the new kid is like yeah, on yeah. the bench looking at the coach like coach when am i gonna get the call you're the guy they throw call? in yeah. for like for like uh, 50 seconds yeah yeah, get, just to- yeah just to get the energy up just to get that last little it's like seven we're losing seven nothing and i'm just waiting i'm like coach come on coach come on put me in uh no man i've been good i've been really good honestly i'm like i said good headspace you look good you look good thank you, thank you, you sound man. good yeah me i got, too, I got a little bit of a glow up i got i'll I got be honest with going. you guys like you know um people don't really know what happens behind the scenes um, exactly there was a lot of shit going on the pandemic you know was not nice on me you know after my wedding obviously could took forever to get my papers to come to the u.s i went through a rough year you know yeah. a really rough year now i'm finally situated in the u.s i feel great you know me and my wife are in a great place my parents are retired you know like I just feel and I'm so happy right now. I'm in a good place. And I feel like it was the perfect time for us to revisit the podcast and bring it back because, yeah. you know, and obviously we spoke privately, all of us. And I said, Hey guys, you really want to do this? Cause I, I feel like the, the, the spark came back, especially, you know, first round pick for the Habs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was such a rough year for the Habs. It was a rough year for us too. It's like almost like we are attached yeah, we're like Siamese twins with the Habs. How, how much? Sad. How much? How much hockey did you watch? Like I, I don't. Not I don't, a lot. Not a lot. I watch. I didn't watch a lot. Me I'll either. Me either. And I feel like that's why I probably didn't want a podcast, like because I, of how little I watched. So I would watch almost every game, but I'd say probably a period or two. There was maybe twenty games max that I watched, like the full game, if that. But yeah, like I. I you know what it is? And like, obviously we'll get back into it, but my biggest thing is like, if you lose fine, cool. But when there's like minimal effort mm. sometimes, and there was a lot of games like that where it just looked like the team was just whatever. And they like, didn't want to try. That's where I'm just like, Hey, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to go be midtown Gibby and do my thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, man, that's yeah. I think that's where I see yeah. this past season was the lack of effort. That's where I was. Yeah, and like I said, the lack of effort was consistent not only with the Habs but with the with podcast. Us. <laughs> but we're back, baby. But the only person that was consistent was Vincenz. Vinny Vincenz. Listen, man, everybody and we all spoke. Paparelli, all, of us, paparelli. All, of us, all of us went through some shit, but Vinny was the only one that was ready to go regardless, right? And yeah, we were so we were just talking about you, Vinny. Vinny's got Vinny's got kids. He's got a whole like family and and me and Lewis are like, bro, we're so busy. We can't do it. And <laughs> uh, Vinny's got like Vinny's got to juggle work see, see, life. But, see, everything. those are the extra listen, Vinny, a little bit older than us. The extra years growing up in a little bit of a different generation. You see how much that helped you, Vinny? You see how fragile we are? You're not that fragile. Believe (laughs) Believe it or not, you're not. It's all good, man. All right, guys. Let's tell them what to expect moving forward. Listen, we're back. Our plan is to be back. You know, we had a, a private conversation before the show. 
about, you know, consistency, about transparency, about, you know, really, if we're going to do this, you know, and we're not doing this only for people to listen to us. I think we really do this because we love it. Yo, we tell, them it. The truth. tell them the truth, though. We all showed our dicks. Yeah, like, we did. We, we haven't cool. seen each other naked for at least, what, a year? Yeah, and I'm going to say it. I'm a grower, not a shower, okay? Yeah, I know. Air, condi <laughs> hey, air condition's a little high in my yeah, house. I'm yeah. just going to say that now. <laughs> The wife Vinny, likes it at 68. Vinny must have had a fluffer before because, my goodness, Vincenzo. Yeah, yeah, the vacuum. Guy had a third um, leg. All right. Anything else you guys been up to lately? So, listen, I got to say this first before we get into the, to the news. Elvis. I watched the Elvis movie. It was fantastic, guys. Oh, yeah? It was fantastic. Isn't Elvis canceled? No. Watch this movie, please. I think you will get a real true understanding of who he was, where he came from, um, what happened to him. It's a really great movie. I actually brought my parents and my wife and my sister-in-law. We all went out. We just did a movie night because, you know, we should do shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. I recommend it to you. I think you'll have a great time watching that movie. Um, I learned a lot about Elvis that I didn't know. And I think you guys will, too. So... All right. I'll recommend. Um, if it sucks, I'm blaming you. Question for you guys: <laughs> Did you guys watch Doctor Strange yet? Yeah, of course. Oh, no, I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Doctor Strange, yes. Thor, no. Yeah, I've heard uh, bad things about Thor. Doctor yeah, Strange was good, but no, um, Doctor Strange is great. I'm watching the. I'm watching a documentary. I'm one episode in, and it's really interesting. It's called How to Change Your Mind. Um, oh man, we just started the fucking podcast again, man. What do you like? What? Trying to change your mind? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically. Um, it's about like psychedelics and like using psychedelics regarding mental health. Um, I like, again, I'm one episode in, um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff. I love it. I love, here stuff we like go. That. Now, now, we go. now Gibby's going to be microdosing mushrooms on the fucking podcast. Here we go. <laughs> gonna gonna like, it's going to be like, boys, shit. It's seven 58. I, I, I got a microdose. Hold on. <laughs> you just see me live there popping fucking shrooms. Um, no, I just, I like shit like that. I like, I like, like learning about like the mind and, different shit like that so yeah i'm gonna give it uh i'm gonna give it a try one episode in so yeah you're one episode in how is it i like it it's interesting so far it's interesting this uh he tried lsd the first episode and so. what happened anything nothing he it just said it was uh it was good he said like it like there was a guy that had like really bad depression for a while and it like kind of like altered his his mind on it like and it's not like it's not like you're doing lsd to a point where like like they're doing like more like a microdose. Yeah, it's microdose. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I've I've heard about this stuff. Yeah, so that stuff. But, but you yeah. know me, when I go, I go fucking balls to the wall, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> microdose. I'm just like, yeah. you give me one, give me another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get let's, into the news. Yeah, what we're actually here for. Okay, a Canadian runner unofficially broke a Guinness World there it Record is. for joggling. I missed this, Vinny. Vinny juggling. Juggling? Oh, no. juggling, juggling while running. That's crazy. Oh, nice. Okay, he reached a distance of six point two miles in thirty four minutes and forty seven seconds. Juggling. Oh, that's freaking amazing. That is four amazing. minutes. Yeah, man. And six. Winner, Ganyo. So six point two miles. So about six miles. We'll thirty four minutes and forty seven. How many miles is in? How many miles is it? Uh, uh kilometers you mean yeah it's like 10 10 kilometers about 10 
He did that in 34 minutes. 9.65. I love oh, having my, man, I love having my two screens. But I'm pretty good, though. That yeah, was that's, close. That's pretty good. It's like, yeah, yeah it's, only, it's like a little I'm bit less starting, than double usually. Now, as a, an American citizen, I'm starting to really learn the conversion. Yeah. Huh? Okay. So let's to. let's do let's see All how right. fast that is. So Vinny, how 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 many kilometers like per like one kilometer? How long does it usually take you roughly? Okay, uh, but he's not joggling. I'm not joggling. No, I'm just and asking. I, I want to see. No, but I just want to see how fast that guy was actually going. Roughly, he was going really fast. Cause yeah, yeah. So I do a five kilometer will take me about twenty nine minutes. Five k. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I feel like wow. if you, I feel like if you're wow. juggling while yeah. jogging, I feel like you go faster. Feel like, Why? Like, that, that, like shit moves Maybe. quicker, right? That's Maybe. crazy. He's it's like, like on, um, he's almost on your pace. He's almost on my pace. It's that's like ridiculous. Crazy. Feels yeah. like and you're dude, everything you're like, you're at the same runner. time. You're like you're a legit runner too. So that's crazy. He's oh. a runner. He's I'm a track really star. No, but you run like you run well. Yeah, I know, but I mean that's why when I when I heard that I was like, holy fuck! Bro, give I, this I, guy, give, right. give this guy all. Here, the here's the next one here because I think uh, get, uh, Vinny's gonna love this. The Italian owner of the world's largest collection of Pepsi. He's an Italian man. He uh, has the largest collection of Pepsi cans. He broke his own Guinness World Record when his current total was verified as 12,402 different Pepsi cans. What the fuck? (laughs) From Italy. You know what? I, I don't get it. People have weird fetishes, man. People have weird fucking fetishes. <laughs> Let me collect Pepsi cans. Let me, but you know, and a, I think a, a copious <laughs> amount of Pepsi. Let, let me be honest with you guys. Yeah. At some point, somebody's going to need to take a syringe with a needle and inject each can and test the authenticity of those cans. Is it the real product or are they just getting fake cans? Right? Yeah, no, it's still kind of crazy. <laughs> like, how could you get that many cans? Did they invent that many cans? Well, obviously. You're saying they're bootlegged or what? Like, ordered off DHgate? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> well, I mean, you could easily see a can and just paint or create it, right? Yeah, but you would notice. I don't know. <laughs> how many? You think a, You think Nothing, somebody really looked... Conspiracy. You think somebody really looked at 12,402 cans? Who counted it? I don't know. See, see, Vinny, I think this is the one thing out of all the, the time we've, we've done this <laughs> segment. Yeah. We don't know who is the one who actually makes these <laughs> official. Like, is there a committee? <laughs> there has to be a vote. There's, There's like the Illuminati or something. Like, they come, they, they, you, the guy comes and's like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, this, hey, this is hey, my Guinness hey, World hey. Record. Uh, hey, um. Come in, <laughs> and then there's like a, it's just there. Everybody's just a little bit above, and then there's like a freaking cornucopia of people, and they vote. There's eleven people. A cornucopia. Is that even I like proper? That. Is, is that is even that a word? I don't. I don't know. It's. It sounds. I want to believe that's it not a word. It sounds like it fits. Let me see. I'm sure cornucopias. It's cornucopia. No, but that's a yeah, an abundant supply. Yeah, a cornucopia. Cornucopias. I don't think exists. You know me. I make up words sometimes. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Before we start the show and get into the topics, uh, let's play this. 
you're losing some energy, but I have two trades to, I have, that's good. You want to hear the two trades? They involve the Canadians. Trade number one. Montreal Canadiens trade Alexander Romanoff and pick and pick number 98 in this year's draft to the New York Islanders in exchange for pick number 13 in this year's draft. <laughs> wow. Romanoff trade number two. At this point, we're all on our, we're all on the edge of our seats. Ain't right. Here he comes. In this what? Year's draft oh. To the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for Kirby Doc. Wow. All right. So I think let's start there. Draft. Mm-hmm. in Montreal give me your thoughts on you know how the Habs did that scenario right there I want you guys to walk me through that scenario how you felt when you heard that and Chance, you want to go first to me no go ahead okay so I was actually on a, a call with a couple of my buddies <clears throat> um and when they announced that there was two trades, and I believe at that point, I don't think Shane Wright was gone yet. I think they no. were. No. I think it was still. I think that was at the second second pick. Pick was second pick was gone. Um, which, by the way, I knew Jersey wasn't going to go. I knew they were going to pick a D man, um, just because of all their depth they have at center there. So, I was like, oh no, are we going to get Slavkovsky and Wright? So as soon as I heard for the 13th pick, I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe they just, they see somebody, maybe they, they want to see, maybe they see somebody that's going to drop the 13 and they're going to nab them. And then as soon as I heard a 13th, like Montreal trades the 13th and the third, I was like, yo, are we trading up to get freaking right? Like, are we about to do this? And then I ended up hearing for Kirby doc. And honestly, like, I like Kirby Doc. He's young. He's 21, I think. Um, his stats are underwhelming, but I mean, he played in Chicago um, behind a couple quality centers. Um, he got a little bit of an opportunity when Strom got hurt, <clears throat> but again, like not enough sample size. Like he's played two full seasons over three years. You know what I mean? So. And in 2020, 2021, like the COVID year, like the first COVID year, he had 18 games played, 10 points, which isn't bad. Um, Again, he's 21. I'm not really like, not like overly concerned with his his production just yet because the kid is 21. So let's be a little bit patient with him. I'm excited to see where he slots in simply because there's still rumors that we're going to get, we're trying to trade for PLD. We can touch on that after if you guys want, but I'm curious to see where we <laughs> slot him in. I, I am curious to see where we slot him in. I'm also curious to see what we do with Dvorak. Um, but yeah, I like the trade. I thought, I, and you know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. 
I was not 100% sold on Romanov. I started to get Alex Alexei Yemelin vibes, like jumping mm. up for the mm. big hit, getting out of the getting out of the play. He like I get it. He was still young, so I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt there. But there was a couple bad plays that he would make in the back end of our like in our zone that I was like, man, you gotta like you gotta learn from those. And there was like there was like three or four of the same mistakes. Like, yeah, but he's young, man. Year. No, I know that. He's, he's but they're mistakes that you should be like learning from. Well, right? no, the, hey, that's your feelings. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I. That's how I. How did, how I did saw you it, right? feel about it? You want me to be honest, man? Yeah. I, I didn't. I, I didn't even know who who the fuck Kirby Doc was until he was selected. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was, I don't blame you. It was. It was honestly. I don't. I don't watch the West much. Okay, obviously at all. <laughs> all right. So like, like, I, yo, like, I like your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, who is this guy?" You know, but people were cheering, so I started cheering too. I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> fucking right, all right, okay." I guess I guess he's good, but look, honestly, man, it's like I expect I expected something to happen. <laughs> oh, I missed this. I expected something to happen, but I I I don't know, man. I I, I can't really judge a player that I don't know. You know, I'm just going to take everyone's word for it. They say that it's a good pickup. So, you know, let's go. Go ahead. I'll go. be honest He's with like, you. He is the, he was the captain for Team Canada. Listen, I stood up. I stood up when they, those trades were happening. I was pumped. I'm like, they're doing it. They're getting them both. Shane Wright, Slapshotsky. That's his name, Slapshotsky. Mm -hmm. I'm like, boom, they're both coming to the house. I, I, dude, I, I feel like my mind went on such a whirlwind when I heard all that shit happen. Like the, like I, I didn't even, I couldn't even process what happened. I didn't even know what picks we still had left. What the fuck was going on? Yeah. Um, Kirby Doc, same yeah. thing. Like I, <laughs> I think you asked in the group chat. You're like, yo, do we have? three picks again i'm like yeah, I'm no like, man do we have i'm like three? no <laughs> we traded I'm like, them do bro. we have three or i was so confused <laughs> i was so dude they they spun my mind around and like Vinny, you know i i i know of kirby doc i mean i remember when he was drafted i know of him i remember you know reading some stuff on him so i knew that he wasn't like a complete duster Right, but obviously I had to pull up, pull him up, pull up his stats, and you know they're not great. But I think that the reason why I'm okay with this is because they they got the winger who I think is the best player in the draft. Okay, and I feel like if they only got Slapshotsky, then and and didn't make that trade for Doc then there would still be like a huge question mark about like, hey, look, we still need a center. I feel like you roll, you're rolling the dice on Doc is almost the same thing as you rolling the dice on Wright because Wright is not a sure thing. You know what I mean? There's a lot of question marks behind him. And I feel like, you know, him and Doc, you know, probably have similar projections at this point. Yeah. So yeah, for the most part. Um, let's also remember last year Kirby Doc was coming off wrist surgery in the offseason. Yeah, of course. So there's like, like I said, like I'm not expecting the kid to blow completely blow it out the water. Like he's only 21. Like 
this will be a full season where, and you know what? It's a full season on with, and like full camp, full everything. So like, Saint Louis is gonna gonna like, what's the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's gonna, what's like, what to pet develop. Develop? Yeah, okay, we'll go develop. He's gonna, he's season. gonna, he's gonna season him well, and and hopefully he'll he'll play, he'll play well. I'm expecting him to play maybe third line, center. If he can get bumped up to the second, that's perfect. But well, I think I think again, the goal we'll is for him to play second. He's but, eventually but you he's have, gonna be your your second center, of course. You have but a guy in Dvorak who 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 is you know there for a reason. Who's gonna? I still think Dvorak gets traded before. This yeah, season. me too. Me you too. think so? I yeah. still think he gets well, if they bring, for this. I mean, if they bring who's going to play center? If they bring in PLD... You give uh, Jake Evans <laughs> the third-line center? Vinny, you're, you really think PLD might come? No, I don't. He, and Vinny doesn't like PLD. I, I don't like PLD. Because you know what? You had your chance to sign with us, and you decided to go elsewhere, so screw you. But then I saw a video of him fucking trashing Matthews, and I was like, fuck, I want this guy on my team now. <laughs> There's rumors that he's being a little. He's been a bit of a suck since he's been in the league because he wanted to play for the Habs so bad. So he's just kind of like being like lame about the whole situation and just yeah, like, I don't want to sign unless you trade me the Habs. Blah blah blah. Um, I mean, with that kind of attitude, you don't really. I don't want that type of player. Again, that is a rumor, but we'll see. Um, but regards to PLD, he's a good player, but. I think the price is going to be way too much, and I'm not willing yeah. to, to, I mean, to pay the price. So, guys, Louis, you know, sorry to interrupt. You know how wrong I am about everything. Like, I wanted it right. I wanted rights. Okay, like I was team right. A lot of people did. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I'll give him props, even though I find he looks like a prostate. Um, McCag. Okay, he was right all along. He was. He was absolutely right. All right. It's like I gave him grief. Everyone did. Swollen prostate. A swollen prostate with a goatee. That's that's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so goddamn arrogant. Winner, Ganyo. <laughs> He's so goddamn arrogant. He's everything. He was like his, his obsession. I wanted him to be wrong. But you know what? I when you see Slaff. Coming in with that smile and that energy, fucking almost broke the bike the other day. I was like, you know what? Fuck, I I don't know anything. You know, it's like I'm here. I'm just a talking head. I don't know fuck all. I'll be honest with you. You know, seeing Slapshotsky remi reminds me of like a Brady Kachuk. Like I feel like the Habs saw what what happened in that KK draft, and like you know. They they gave up, you know, they didn't pick Brady Kachuk this year. They're like, fuck this. We're picking the big, strong winger. We're not drafting a what-if center, which Shane Wright is a what-if center. He's not a sure thing. He's not a sure thing. But how did he drop uh, to four? How did he drop to four? So that's, Injuries. That's, that's, um, that's my thing, right? Um, I expected, like, when, when Slavkovsky got drafted – didn't expect him to go second just because Jersey needs D and they need to stock their shelves with, with D men. They got a really good D there. I expected him to go third to Arizona. And when they yeah. like Cooley is a good center, really good center, but I still personally thought that Wright was a better center option. If you were going to go the center route instead of Cooley, 
but man, like when I seen that, I was like, what the hell is going on? But that's what I'm saying. The 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 book is out on that I think guy. I think it's more his attitude. And again, there this is all hearsay. No, he has a lisp, and he looks like Jonathan Druin. He looks. That's like why he didn't Druin. get. Jonathan. I thought it was Jonathan Druin for real. I, wait, <laughs> he since he when looks did we like, trade him to the Kraken. He looks like Jonathan Druin <laughs> with a lisp. You know, no, but you know those um those car the the like the compactors looks like they compacted his head a little bit and he looks like drew in like that's what he looks like dude everyone looked at him they said not this kid yeah not drew in bro and you know and and no jokes <laughs> jokes aside here you know a, a lot of the picking uh, process too like a, a lot the a reason why they picked slap shotsky over right is interviews and some of the off the ice stuff yeah like just like apparently he's more like a man yeah and just off the ice stuff all about business uh, a bunch of stuff uh, uh, you know off the ice i i i loved what they said in the you know after he drafted him hughes said you know it came down to like a few extra questions and, and he said listen i asked him a question mm -hmm. and he said my favorite part of the game or something is uh when we're up winning by a goal or yeah. losing by a goal, yeah, yeah, yeah. game is on the line. So tight game. That's amazing. That's yeah. a great answer. Yeah, because it's the intensity. The intent. That's an intense moment, right? That so you shows those. you, like, man, that's a great answer. And whether it was coached or not, you know what? It's the right answer. And and they also said that Wright got a little defensive when when they showed him, you know, tape of him making mistakes as opposed yeah. to. Slapshotsky, who, you know, was able to defend himself and say, hey, this is why this happened and this is why that happened. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people say that Wright isn't exactly mature yet as a, as a person. I mean, it is what it is. I think he's going to have well, – I think he has a lot to prove now. I think he's probably going to have a fire under his ass. I think – Yeah, that's good. I think for – I think this is going to be – and I – and don't, like, don't quote me on this. I'm just – my own assumption. Uh, I, uh, Producer, quote Gibby on this, um, please. Right? Thank you. Um, I think this is going to be a, another K. Like, obviously, KK was a little bit of a long stretch when we picked him. But I think it's going to be another KK Kachuk situation. But I think we actually got this one right. I think in the initial, the pick was right for a center. But no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. But in the long run, I think the more successful um, – career is going to be a guy like Slavkovsky. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I do think Wright is going to still be good. Um, but I think Slavkovsky was the right choice um, because, but the only thing that I like, and, and we're and Vinny, you touched on this and I think you did as well, Lewis, you guys probably both touched on oh, this. We're all touching it. It's just, yeah, uh. I'm just touching it. Um, <laughs> I think, I think if, if you went with Slavkovsky, like, like we did, you had to pick a center and try and move up or you went for a trade and get a center yes. because that was still like the center is still a need. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I that's think that's the only reason Ken, why honestly, it's okay. You know what? Kent Hughes so far has, uh, he's impressed me. He's, he's done well. I'm, I'm very and, impressed. And before we move on to, to Kent Hughes and the new regime, I just wanted to say about Shane, Wright. I think that he was put into the best situation for himself yeah. possible going into a team with, with like, you know, very low expectations. I mean, this is the mm -hmm. perfect team for him to prove that, hey, I'm a good player. I'm a great player because, you know, Montreal is a tough market. P 
People are going to yeah. be looking at him. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where he went. I think Seattle was perfect for him. Like, like if I were him, I would like look at the bigger picture. I mean, obviously you're going to be pissed off and you know, there's, there's the rumors that he gave Montreal a death stare <laughs> on the stage or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but in reality, like when you sit back and look at it, I'm like, man, I get to start as a, as a first or whatever, as a high draft pick who, who could have been the first rounder, you know, first overall pick. And I get to start at a team that like has such low expectations who, who is going to give me every opportunity in the world to succeed. I mean, I think it's perfect for him. Yeah. So. But he wanted to be on the big stage, right? I mean, it's all ego, right? I know, but, but I, I feel like this could be a blessing in the sky. A blessing in the sky. <laughs> in the sky for him. Uh, moving on, like you were saying, Gibby, let's, let's, let's uh, continue with that, with Kent Hughes and the new Habs regime. Because, guys, since we've been gone, a lot has happened. And Kent Hughes, the new Habs regime, um, watching Slapshotsky with, with Martin St. Louis, Vincent Le Cavalier, all these new guys on stage. Like, what is going on here? Right? How do you feel about the, these, uh, the, the people who are uh, in charge of the Habs moving forward? You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Vinny. Okay. Um, again, my, uh, my initial thought was, look, the, the Bergevin era had to go. It had to end, right? We, once you fail continuously year after year, and, and even failure, I put that in quotations because, I mean, he did get them to the playoffs and to the Stanley Cup final, right? Like, you got to give them that. But we need a change, and we needed someone to come in that would be more transparent and available for the media. And so far, what I like about Hughes is that he does show that transparency. He's in front of the cameras and you'll ask him a tough question. And he's going to answer that question. Um, I think all of them are like that. St. Louis is the same way. I mean, I don't know how this is going to translate into wins or a cup or anything like that, but it's a breath of fresh air to actually see um, people come in and being transparent instead of, you know, trying to be like, you know, a magician trying to hide behind a cloak. Right. That, that's sort of how I see it, man. It's 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 refreshing. We'll see where it takes us, but it's refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Gibby. Um, yeah, like I I mean, I like I like the route that they're going. I think it was a good I think it's a good idea to, to kind of rebuild, retool. I, I've said it for a very long time. Carry uh, 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 whoa, whoa. What? what rebuild. I said retool, rebuild. Put like, your tools away. Rebuild. No, it's, I think it's, I think you still, like, you're not really, like, it's, okay, whatever. Just like, let me talk. Room. It's, it's, it's not a re, it's not the Mark Bergevin retool. Okay, okay? thank you, okay. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think Carey Price has been our best asset, but also our worst asset, simply because our worst asset, because Carey Price has been so good over the years that it, it he masked our, our weaknesses on our team for the longest time and and Bergeron was not able to recognize that for a long time and he just kind of I'm gonna go with it he got it's like drywall my drywall thing he just kind of <laughs> there was holes in the wall and he, no threw, he threw mud it's on it give me starting the new <laughs> reboot of have a listen with a drywall theory <laughs> there was holes in the wall and he just threw he threw the mud on it and hope it stuck and it didn't unfortunately um he forgot to put he forgot to put the drywall tape 
That's what he forgot. He forgot to put the drywall tape and didn't have the right tools. I missed this. These analogies are <laughs> yeah. top notch. Fantastic analogy. It makes sense. For every drywaller in here, they're probably like, Gibby, that was amazing, bro. I've ch- yeah. <laughs> I've changed my mind on I don't even know what I was gonna say. No. <laughs> no, but I, I, I like I like what they're doing. I think Kent Hughes is I mean, you see what Kent Hughes Kent Hughes played a part in what the Rangers are doing right now. And I think Jeff Gordon is a good mind to to have. Um yeah, like and even with like with um what's his face with Martin Saint Louis, like he's like he's a good he's still young and I feel like he's a good mind to have behind the bench. And you see a lot of players are growing like in front of our eyes. Like you see a lot of players. Like you see a guy like Jake Evans. He he upped his game a little bit. Like you see a lot of guys that are playing really, really well under under Martin St. Louis. Yeah, I agree. Co- like look Co- at Caulfield. Caulfield. Yeah. I mean that that is the number one. Caulfield has example. been the number one. And look, Martin St. Louis is like he was. He's very similar to Caulfield. He's a very small winger, and he he's done well, right? He he's like, listen, bud, I was there. I was in your shoes. I think uh, look, do. looking at the new regime, um, I like it so far. Again, but like Vinny said, and I mean. At the back of my mind, it's like, how long until people start turning on on them, right? It, it's not very long before in this market where people will turn on you. Um, I like them. I feel like they're taking a great approach. I, when I see him, his demeanor, he, he gives me like, um, what's his name? Lamorello type of vibes, you know, but like kind of like a bootleg Lamorello. Kind of. yeah, by the way, <laughs> let me let me just correct myself. It was Jeff Gordon from, from the Rangers. Kent Jeff Gorton. Yeah, Jeff Gordon. Gordon. Jeff Gordon. Yeah. You see what Gordon's doing, and you see Kent Hughes with the player. Like he's he was the agent. Yeah. So I got, got that. You. I just I just remember what I was saying. Yeah, so but these so. are two guys from Boston. See, no, I don't like it. Yeah, it's so, okay, man. My my apologies. I'm just gonna correct. All but me personally, I like it. I mean, but again, like I said, it is only a matter of time before people turn their backs on this management and any other person in charge. I mean, I feel like at, at some point, I feel like, like I said, Bergevin, I think, did a lot of good things. And on his way out, he kind of fucked a couple things up, which, which, which is normal. And I feel like it was time for change, mm-hmm. right? That is the truth. It was time for change. And I like what they have done so far. And again, you know, watching our first round draft pick on stage with Martin St. Louis, Vincent Le Cavalier, all these guys, like, I'm not going to lie to you. That cut to me made me feel like, wow, I feel like we're headed in a good, you know, headed to a good place, you know, even because we wanted these guys to play for our team so bad. And I'm yeah. sure they wanted to at one point, but it just didn't match up. And now to have them standing, you know, behind that banner the Habs banner for me as two guys who have done it and and been there that means something and those are two guys that we've seen do it not more than once you know yeah. not not like guys of the past where you're like oh this guy has one here and this guy we've actually seen those guys perform so i feel like it's a different feeling for me seeing those guys standing behind the bench or or in management you know what i mean so I, like I don't that. know, man. I, I have a good feeling about this new management. I, I, yeah. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but there's just there's a feeling, and 
I hope I'm right, and I hope it is what I think it is. But yeah, I really like the direction we're headed. Guys, I mean, what's been different this time? I think that we've honestly, it's for 28 years, I've seen the same recipe all the time. The 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 idea, the inject, injection of old Montreal Canadians into like some sort of position on the staff or something. This is the first time in a long time that you just see outsiders. Fresh minds. These, these are complete outsiders. These, mm-hmm. these are guys. This is an American guy, Jeff Gordon's from Boston. He's a Boston and man. Pe- and people people lost their minds over that. But I think it's good that we have that change, man. And it's like no no offense to like the old the old Habs and shit, but I I think you need that once in a while. You need a kick in the ass. So um, it's good. Vinny, we, we decided that we're all going to pitch in to get your Mark Bergevin tattoo removed, okay? We're going to take a... We're gonna take a <laughs> but it's, it's on its rightful place on my ass cheek, man. Why yeah. would you... I, have a, I actually... I have a question for you guys. What do you guys think was Mark Bergevin's demise? Like, what do you think... Why do you think he was not able to, to finally put the vision forward that he had? Um, who's going to... You want to go first, Vinny, or...? I, I have just I have two I, I think three sorry De- depending too much on carry price God damn it I'll just shut up I'll fucking jump like, in the lake then depending too much on carry price for sure that's a problem but um, the coaching closing his mind to to a type of coach that would suit the team I felt mm-hmm. he was always trying to go for the same style and unable to ever get that centerman mm-hmm. mind you he got it with Suzuki. But I thought that was more luck than anything else, to be honest. I don't, I don't think he thought he was going to get that in return. No, I thought that was a really good trade, actually. I love that trade from the get-go. I thought, yeah. I honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought Suzuki I, was a second-line center moving forward. I thought, I was like, we got our second-line center. But Suzuki's proving that he's a very, very good player. And I, I'll give Bergevin the benefit of the doubt there. Um, I'm not. I think, I'll be honest with you. My, 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 I think ma, his, ma, demise, ma, ma, his demise, his <laughs> demise, my, 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 Marina, my, listen, his demise. I don't even think he saw his demise coming. I think after that Stanley Cup run, going to the finals and losing, I feel like for him, he lost motivation. All right. I think that it's very easy for somebody to, go all the way there and lose and just feel like, fuck, I don't think I'll ever get there again. And it happened real early in the season where he, he, he saw that this is not going to happen again. And I feel like at that point, he just kind of saw the writing on the wall. Dude, he brought this team to the Stanley Cup finals. Yes, it was a COVID year. Yes, it was uh, whatever it was. But I feel like that was the beginning of the end for him. That was his chance to win a championship for this team. They failed. And I feel like after that, it was just hard for him to pick up the pieces and move forward. And that's why I think his tenure ended, truthfully. Yeah. I mean, I I agree with both of you guys. I think uh, the the Carey Price thing, I think having to always build around Carey Price. And again that contract is very difficult to build around, right? You're it's, it's, it's not easy. And doesn't that help much money. To, in a goalie. Sorry. I mean, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, continue. What were you saying? It doesn't help. What? No, I was saying it. You're right. It doesn't help that he lost Carey price and Shea Weber. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those <laughs> were like, his two, those were his two core guys that he wanted to build around. I think, I think his ego was, um, was a big thing. I think his ego, him maybe not able to, 
cut ties with with it, like cut his losses like with the mistakes that he made i feel like that was one of his biggest things i feel like another thing was um what's it called like i think i feel like the losing kk was um a little bit of like a, a gut-wrenching thing for bergevin again, that was the his, first that was the first ego, blow with his yeah. ego thing again right that was like the first I just, blow i just feel like that stuff was was um was his demise i feel like he, he oh. like well, and well, i just i feel like and i i'm gonna i feel like again he like yes he made a lot of bold moves but again they were also bold moves that were like okay like is it a good move like weber turned out to be phenomenal trade mm -hmm. drew n like it, it was it was terrible it was, was terrible a, it was at the time and terrible. you know what it's it's whatever um, because I don't think Sergachev is that great. Um, got paid, boy. But, but, yeah, he did, but at the time, like I just at the time it was okay. But again, everybody was like, okay, like you need that left-handed moving defenseman. Why are you trading him? It's like McDonough 2.0 again. Um, <sighs> so there's that. But every trade, every bold trade that he did, it was like, oh, what are you doing, bro? Like, there's like questioning. I feel like if he was at this draft, he wouldn't have done the bold moves that Kent Hughes did this, this yeah. draft. He would have taken like, the safe. He Gibby, I feel the, like he would have taken the safe, the safe, safe route. Yeah, for sure. But Gibby, think about it. it. This guy, poor guy lost everybody that he invested in. <laughs> yes, I understand that. But <laughs> you know, again, like, you have to. It, that's why I'm saying you got to like cut your KK, losses. for example, KK. Yeah. Well, that's loses his own KK. Doing. Yeah, but that's his own doing. It is his own doing, but loses KK, loses Shea Weber, loses Carey Price all in one season. You know, it's like. But I mean, like, let's be real. They're like, you, you call it a retool, right? Like, you should be able to have retooled to a point where those guys will be missed 100%, but not fucking last place but he put it all his eggs in one basket and that and again what, that basket was old and he fucking... couldn't cut his losses he wasn't able to cut his losses he wasn't able to separate his ego from from the actual hockey mind i felt like that was his demise listen go go back to sebastian aho okay mm -hmm. that whole thing was a freaking cluster yeah right like I if think... you're gonna if you're gonna go and do that throw yeah, yeah. guy that they're not gonna be able to match he yeah. went one ball in, buddy. He 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 exactly. held. He put one testicle on the table and, and held one. That's what I'm saying. Like he 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 was bold, but he wasn't bold enough. He was never bold enough. Yeah. He he like he had the right idea, but he was just never bold enough. And there was times where we had the ability to be bold and go for it and make those big trades. Like I said, the ones that we've made that he ended up making, they were good, but they were questionable. I feel like the doc trade is going to be a good trade for the for the moving forward. He's a big boy, six foot four, I think, or six three. He needs to beef up a little bit. I think he's just under two hundred pounds, but he's twenty one years old. Yeah, okay? and we gave like up. It. We gave up. Yes, we gave up Alexander Romanov. From my perspective, I think Alexander Romanov is going to be a bottom four guy. He's never going to be that top guy that we and that people always projected him. I didn't think. I think he has room for development to be a better player defensively but i just i got way too many alex yemelin vibes when it came yeah. to him jumping up and for the big hit i hear you i hear you on so that. that's why that's why i'm i'm more of like a i'm very happy with the first draft free agency so far 
so far. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to let's just skim over these quick. Um, Jeff Petrie, what's going to happen? I don't think he's going to be. I don't. Jeff. We don't see him in the Habs. We don't see him in the Habs uniform in the season opener. Can we just trade his wife? <laughs> <laughs> Who, Julie? Yeah. Is that her name? Julia. Julie. <laughs> yeah, Julie. Um. So doesn't play a game for the Habs this year. No, he's going to play. Vinny. I think no, he's traded. No, he's going to play, but he's going to get traded. He, Hughes is not going to give him up for for nothing. Okay. So you're saying he pl- he starts the season? Yeah. Okay. All right. Jonathan drew in. Hold on. Here's Johnny. <laughs> For the What's... fourth season in a row, I think he has a back. Uh, so let me say something. Here. Let me say something. <laughs> let me say something, though. In a contract year. Yeah, right, that's what I was just about to say. Expectations are have never been lower, guys. This is the real truth. I think we've gotten to the point where it's like, ah, fuck. Is this guy going to get rid of this guy? Oh, this guy again. He's useless. Could this finally be the year? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, man. I, I'm, I'm hoping for a bounce back and, here. And, and let, me, let me make this clear. When I ask that question, right, because you, you ask, could this finally be the year? For what? I don't even know what the fuck I'm asking for. Well, I mean, so you give me you want something. him to be you want him to be a second line forward, right? You want him to play good minutes. Yeah. I'm hoping for a bounce back year. The reason why I'm hoping for a bounce back <laughs> year is because it's his contract year. We can trade him at the deadline and get some assets. Then. There you go. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that he uh, listen. I've always loved Drewen. I loved him loved. in Tampa. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was. I thought he was a great player in Tampa. I I still have that fucking one play in the back of my head where he controlled yeah. the entire offensive zone. So he has the he has the capability. It's just I don't know he what it is. His, man. He, get, he gets in his head. He yeah. gets in his head. That's his attitude is an issue. My uh, my buddy trained with him when he first got drafted, or just before he got drafted to the NHL. His attitude at the time was kind of shitty. He seems to be a bit more mature. So I don't understand. Maybe, dude, you never know. Martin Saint Louis, Jonathan Drouin. You know what I mean? We never, we haven't mm-hmm. seen them yet. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm hoping for him to have a bounce back year. Like I said, a contract year, trade him at the deadline. I don't see him coming back simply because of the fact that the Habs fans, the shitty Hab fans that were sh- terrible to him two years ago, which why he took the leave, la- leave of absence. Allegedly. I mean, allegedly, but let's be realistic. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I'm hoping for a bounce back here for him. Just because, I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, what, do you, I, what do you think, Vinny? I, I think I think he's going to have a – I'm not going to say I think he's going to have a bounce back here. I'm hoping for one too. Because, first of all, I think he's a good guy and he's been through hell. And mm-hmm. it would be nice to see him do well, right? I mean, I don't – I don't think – have they talked about trading him? I don't think Kent Hughes even mentions him. In any in anything, so there's there's no rumors going around him. So I- exactly right, like you know what his intentions are with the players he wants to move. So mm. I don't think Juan is one of them. Mind you, we didn't know about Romanov. So I think what ended up happening with Romanov was um, maybe he wanted because he's an RFA, right? Like he still yeah. had to sign. So maybe he wanted a little bit more money than Hughes was willing to pay. So he's like, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna. Maybe the I'm guy gonna owns Amazon. Price. Like he should be able to pay for it, man. He owns Amazon. What? Jeff Bezos. 
<laughs> what the hell does Jeff Bezos have to do with anything? You don't think Ken Hughes looks like, looks like Jeff Bezos? Oh, he is right. He is right. He is right. He does look. I didn't even look... notice that until you brought it up. <laughs> like I can't stop thinking about Amazon. He does a little bit. That's amazing. Does, I was like, what like... the hell is Vinny talking about? He does look like Jeff I Bezos. I promise I'm not, not, I'm not drunk this time. No, no, you're good. No, I, I actually see it a little bit. That's pretty funny. Um, he kind of does look like Jeff Bezos. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, you're like right. Was... I mean, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. You guys are right. Like, I mean, he's not talking about him because guess what? Nobody gives a shit about him. But mm. that's why I asked the question: Is maybe you know there? Like I said, this is probably the least atten- attention that Jonathan Druin has had. Yeah, there's a lot of out of all seasons that he's been a part of this team. This is the least that anybody yeah. gives a shit about him at mm-hmm. this point. Nobody cares what happens to him. So maybe this is the year where he actually fucking shows up and plays fucking hockey. And I mean, if he can stay healthy, I think that he could be decent contract year. Maybe he can fucking do something, you know what I mean? And create some value. That's why I'm saying, I mean, I it, trust me, it goes a long way not having pressure behind you yeah you know you, you know and i feel like a guy like him can perform yeah um sorry the dogs but um a guy like him i think <laughs> probably performs better not under pressure because he was put into the biggest pressure and you know he he got he was drowning drowning in pressure and hasn't looked back mm-hmm. yep i do agree I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Now, Gibby, free agency review. Let's just like kind of go through it quick. You can go through the big stuff. You can you can uh, you know do some little trades. Yeah, I'll go through it. Um, all right. So we have free agency started the thirteenth, correct? Or am I high? Hold on. Um. So okay. So. Evander Kane signs with Edmonton four years cap hit of or AV of 5.125. Not a bad deal. I mean, kid, the kid, he's fucking like 20 something, 30 something. Um, I like it. I like it. I think, yeah, he fit well there. He performed well. Let's see if he can lay off the gambling and bullshit, right? Um, and Kenny Malkin, <laughs> I knew Malkin was going back. I felt like the whole Malkin free agent thing was just a bunch yeah, of Crosby's like, listen, media buddy. bullshit. He's like, listen, buddy, you are too old for this. You must stay. Why did Crosby have the Russian? Because Crosby learned Russian after all the years <laughs> of playing with Malkin. <laughs> okay. Um, so Malkin signs with Pittsburgh for a year, cap hit of 6.1. Um, what's it called? Who else we got here? We got Robert Thomas resigned with St. Louis. Um, Former uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, target yeah. for center. Yeah. Uh, we heard that Arturi, name. Arturi Lekkinen, our boy Arturi Lekkinen, got paid, and he finally got a contract that was more than one or two years. So he got a five-year, 4.5 AV. Um, who else we got here? What other big names were they signed? Uh, Charles Houdon, big name. Hey, Charles huge Houdon, two-way huge. contract, one year, seven fifty, proved me deal. Um, <laughs> Josh Manson 
signed. No relation to Marilyn Manson. I'll tell you one thing. Manson, listen, Manson was a stud in the playoffs. Yeah. And another former uh, trade target, I mean, Twitter trade target of the Montreal Canadiens, Josh Manson, who was really good in the playoffs. Yeah, no relation to... Um, Maryland, 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 Manson. No, he still ha- he still has his ribs. Yeah, four year, four year AAV of four point five. Um, Brendan Lemieux, I like Brendan Lemieux, so I'm going to mention him. Um, one year, one point three five uh, to the LA Kings. Um, you like him? What yeah, do you like player. about he's Brendan a good player? Lemieux? He's a good that player. That he can fight. Yeah, he's, he's a gritty. He's a gritty player. Gritty player. Uh, Claude Giroux. Um, ah, signed, here we go. signed with Quad. the Ottawa Senators, uh, 19.5 or sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Imagine he made one 19.5. He got a three <laughs> year, <laughs> a three year, um, 6.5 AV, uh, our former player, absolute pivotal piece to our defensive court. Xavier Wallet went back to Pittsburgh oh two year on a wow. two way deal. Two Are years. you kidding me? Who's going to be the captain now of Laval? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, who else we got, man? There was a bunch of players. Andre, um, uh, did you say Brent Burns? Brent, Brent Burns? I'm going to say that. I'm going to mention the trades in a well, bit. Well, I, I didn't see you standing there. I didn't see you. I... Darcy Kemper <laughs> went to Washington five years. But 5. listen, hold on, hold on. Slow down. I didn't see you standing there signed sure. where with who domi right chicago yeah domi and i think say you yeah i think wait a minute domi's in chicago now yeah he signed with chicago today or something oh. so darcy kemper Not today yesterday yeah whatever darcy kemper signed um he signed for 5.25 at five years i think he's an overpay i think he benefited from a colorado absolute stud defense Charlie Lindgren went to Washington as well. Mm-hmm. Former Hab, absolute goat of a goalie. Um, I watched him. Three-year, 1.1 AV. Trocek signed a seven-year, 5.65 AV. Um, uh, Grant McKegg. I mean, sorry, Greg McKegg. <laughs> Grant McKegg. Bro, Grant McKegg got signed just off of his slap chopsky fucking. Yeah. So Ilya Mikheyev signed with Vancouver. Um let's see here. We got Shane Wright signed his entry level. Slavkovsky signed his entry level. All right. Ben Sherratt went to Detroit. Um Nemesnikov went to Tampa Bay. Like there's back to Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Andrew wow. Cobb, yo, Andrew Cobb. There was a couple uh, good um, players that went um, this year to. Yeah, Detroit. I don't trust Andrew Cobb. Cobb. Andrew Cobb, <laughs> David Perron. Um, what's it called? I'm ignoring you. Johnny Grudrow went to Columbus. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that. Fucking seven-year, <laughs> wow. 9.75. Vinny's been waiting for yeah. that, like the most important signing. Let's talk about that. Stop there. Dude. Okay. Johnny Goudreau. Why? Johnny Columbus. I think he uh, was expecting a little bit more interest. And a lot of teams were captured. No, he turned down money. He, he a bunch to of go, places. He, he wanted to go to Columbus. Yeah, no, he turned know. down money in Jersey. He turned down money in Calgary. Why? 
Um, I don't know. Ask him, not me. I'm not a doctor. But I'm saying, <laughs> you're looking at this. What does this make sense? Does no, it he doesn't. really think that the Columbus Blow Jackets are gonna fucking do anything in the next couple years? Like next year, they win the cup <sighs> for sure. A lot of these players, I feel like they sign. They don't really care anymore. That's just. But me. I mean, but but the problem is with him is I get that, but if it's about the money, fine. But it's not about the money. It's all about the money. It's not about money, where money. he grew up, which was uh, Jersey or Philadelphia. So. What the fuck is it about? It's is there crazy. any is there is there a lot of pressure in Columbus compared to those other places? Maybe I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I New know. Jersey. He, he wasn't. <laughs> Come no, on. I know, I know, but he he wasn't going to go to a Canadian team. That's for sure. Like whoever was whoever thought he was going to go to a Canadian team was smoking some serious shit. Because yeah, maybe he met a girl in Columbus, Ohio, and maybe wants to raise a a farm child. Or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Can we carry on? <laughs> I really like whatever. Johnny Hockey went to fucking Columbus. I ch- uh, but it's I, mind boggling though. It is what it is, man. It's hockey. It's I, I just I, I hate I hate that nickname so much. My God. Johnny Why? Hockey. Johnny Hockey. Why? Because he's American? No, I don't like Johnny Hockey. I just think it's stupid. Okay. Yeah. Fine, fine. Fair enough. Um Jack Campbell signed with Edmonton. You guys want to touch on that a little bit? You guys want to touch on the whole Leafs dynamic of the goaltending, what they did there, or no? no. Well, you start because, Gibby, you like what they did, kind of, right? I do. I do. I okay. like what they did. Um, hold on. Let me pull up. Actually, I don't really need to pull up the trade. Ma- Leafs got Matt Murray in a trade, and then they ended up signing Ilya Samsonov. Um, I like it. I mean, at the end of the day, you look at it like this. Do you sign Jack Campbell for five years, lock him up for five years at $5 million? Or do you have Murray for one year, possibly two years, because his contract is two years? I mean, he is a former um, uh, Stanley Cup winner. He, he has the experience. Ilya Samsonov is a guy that is a good young goalie. He can – hopefully he can benefit from playing in Toronto. And you got two goalies, two quality goalies that are, in my opinion, not that far off from Jack Campbell for a little bit more than what you paid before. So you're basically, you're replacing Jack Campbell and Mrazic, which was probably like an eight something cap hit for a 5.8 cap hit or whatever the math is there. I think it was so like like only it. a million more they would have to pay. To Guys, yeah. To can we be thing. honest here? Can we be honest here? Uh, I don't think goaltending was their problem. No. And that's uh, another so, thing. I don't think goaltending was their problem at all. You know, all. I, I think But that goes to show you that Campbell was doing his job. And now goaltending is going to be a problem again. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a problem uh, well, again. We, we I, don't I know, though. Just, we don't know. Yeah, it could be well, they, worse. I mean, their defense was a problem. The problem is, is they, they finally... They're Mete now, so that's yeah. going to... Quality nice. sign. Well, the, the, Leaf, the Leafs oh, finally yeah. found... They finally found a goalie who probably who played well in the playoffs, Jack Campbell. Um, probably their best first-round loss ever, you know, even though they lost. They got so much respect. It was, in the, the, it was the best they looked in a yeah. loss, if, 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 uh, if that, that counts hand, for anything. That handshake was amazing. <laughs> um, so... You know, you have a guy, I feel like you've paid so many people. You finally have a goalie who probably can perform. <laughs> and you just, you know, don't want to pay him 
the money. And again, I don't back think to it's, square one. I, I don't what, think it's uh, a matter of paying him. I think it's the term. They can't. They can't I think. Though. Yeah, I think I, no, they can, but I just don't. I don't think they want to lock him up. I think they want that option of, like, they got Ilya Samsonov they for can't one year. If, if it doesn't, if it doesn't a roster, no, listen. If it doesn't work out, if it doesn't work out, you cut ties with Samsonov, or I think he still might be an RFA. With Murray, if it doesn't work out this year, you buy him out next year. You're cutting ties. You know what but I mean? That's so like, the problem, those, though. Is those they are keep, the options. They keep playing with goalies on the fly hasn't worked for them. They keep um, trading their first round picks or to to people so that they can take contracts it's not working they i think are guys if we could go back living in time, life in the fast lane no, you know kyle dubas is living life lane. in the fast lane and i'll tell you something right now is i think he's got one more year to to if do that, something if that if, if he do, if first of all they don't make the playoffs Forget about it. He's done don't make playoffs if if no, if, the if they don't win the cup he's gone I don't like, think he's gone. I think he's gone. I think he's overstayed. The biggest problem was in 2018 when they signed uh, Tavares. That was that was the issue. We all well, that was the beginning of 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 the yeah. what what is cap hell is what you would call it. I mean, dude, you're trading away first round picks just for cap relief. That is not right. Now every year you're losing uh, goalies on waivers. You're signing dusty goalies and hoping for the best. <laughs> I mean, every year is a question mark in net. It's not fair to, to the, the, the players that you have there. It's not fair to the fans. It's not fair to nobody. I mean, at this point, it's like they have a good enough team to always compete. Yes, they do. But they're doing it on the fly. Mm -hmm. It seems like, like you know, uh, winning a championship on steroids. That's what it feels like, you know? trying to find the loopholes and trying to do things on the fly, not doing things the right way. That's what I feel about Leafs management. And that's why I feel like Dubas has one more season to make a big splash. If he doesn't, bye-bye. Time to bring in bye, Babcock. Bye-bye. Um, okay, so you guys want to touch on some trades? Yeah, let's do that. Um, so... I mean, we can discuss more of the Habs trades. Let's discuss a uh, pretty big one. We traded our captain. Um, <laughs> you really want to? Oh, uh, no, really? Why do you have to open up old wounds, man? I mean, we traded our captain away, right? I mean, I, we didn't really discuss this. I know it's a little bit late. I know it's almost a month late. But I just, just we'll touch on it quickly. What do you guys think? Montreal for, or Shea Weber for Evgeny Dadanov. I mean, at least one guy's going to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, here's here's my take. I love it. I think it's good asset management. Gives cap relief for Vegas because um, they're going to LTIR Weber. Um, and then you got Dadanoff. If he has an okay season, he's got one year left. You flip him at deadline again. More assets. Boom. And we get to call him Daddy every time he scores, yeah. right? <laughs> That's my Daddy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, you guys. That trade. You guys liked it or what? Like, I mean. I, was, I can't say I like it or not. I mean, it's just, I feel like it was necessary. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like, you know, we knew, we kind of knew Shea Weber was not coming back. I, I'm kind of happy that we actually got a guy who can play. Like, yeah. Dadanov is not like just, you know, He's somebody. He's not a bad player No, no, exactly. This is somebody who. Middle six who, guy. Who could actually be a good player for us. So, 
in that aspect, I like the trade. Like I think, hey, you know what? We got something. But I mean, at, at one in one way, I look at it. I'm like, I don't know. It's like fuck. We lost Shea Weber. But he's never gonna play again. You know? Exactly. That's the only thing that makes it better. But at the same time, it's like wow. It's just so crazy how much shit has changed from that Stanley Cup run to, yeah. to the next year where it's like everything has like fallen apart. You know, remember like, that 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 uh, group hug they had when they lost, right? They all went up to Shea. And he was like and, crying. Yeah. They're like, oh guys, my ankle's broken. I'm never playing again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking balls on that. <laughs> this guy's such a dick. Is that what he said? I don't know. <laughs> Carrie's uh, like, I can't stop drinking. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's terrible. I know. Uh, <laughs> you guys are talking about the huddle, not me. Move I, on. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. The Habs traded nobody. I'm just scrolling and delaying some time. Um, yeah, we uh, – hold on. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. So there was that trade. What, what else? There was Pavel Sacha for Eric Halla. Yeah. Good deal. Um, I feel like... There well, was Brent Burns. What deals. was the Brent Burns one? Brent, that yeah, was, I just pulled I think... it up. Brent Burns, dude. Brent Burns is fucking 87 years old. Who gives a shit? <clears throat> you know, this is where... It's still play, though. This is what I'm trying to say, too, is remember like two years ago, Brent Burns, um, Eric Carlson... Yeah, top guys. Yeah, how, how the mighty have fell, you know. Fallen I mean, grace. let's be realistic. Eric Carlson had that Achilles injury, and he never really. And what happened to Brent to Burns? He didn't take showers, oh, and he Brent fucking Burns got is like thirty bacteria infection, bro. Brent Burns is old, man. Yo, He's old. Yeah, what's happening to PK though? That's what I want to know. Subban, Subban's yeah. gonna fucking retire and become a TSN analyst. Um. I heard that uh, there was rumors uh, Subban to to Montreal. I don't know. No, that's not going to happen, bro. I would not want that to happen. Uh, we could talk about this. Max Pacioretty for to Carolina for um, the really highly coveted, highly touted about prospect future considerations. <laughs> Man, that guy, that guy just keeps winning trade deadline. Um, yeah, I mean, again, another team who plays it on the fly. Like the Leafs, Vegas, you know, had a taste of success and feels the need to always go balls to the wall and compete. They had big contracts, big stars. And eventually what happens when, when you acquire those pieces, you need to make stupid trades, which is give up people for nothing or pay people to take somebody for you. Yeah. And that's Max Pacioretty. And yes, like everybody he's has a good fan. We officially, yes, he is. And but we officially win the trade of Max Pacioretty for Nick Suzuki and um, Norlander and Tatar. I mean, Tatar. I mean, Thomas the hands down we win. Oh, you know, and Pacioretty was really good for Vegas. Let's not take that away from him. He was great. So I don't think I, I know I told you, Lewis. So I went to Arizona for my boy's bachelor. And I was at um, a bar. I'm not going to say which bar. But the New Jersey Devils were in town because they were just uh, they just played Dallas. And they were going to be playing Arizona in a couple days. So they had a little bit of time off. And the entire Jersey team was there. So mm -hmm. I met Subban. Not going to get into that. 
I have no respect for Subban. Yeah, I heard he said um, he was a dust. What? Yeah, he was a dick. He was an absolute dickhead. Um, well, now you gotta no now now that you said that you gotta tell the story. Okay, so I saw him first right? of all of them. I was like like we were at the bar, we were all lining up. There's so it was two floors. So I was in the line, he was in the line. Um, he tried to bypass the line, and I was like, yo, yo, I was like, PK, what up, man? And I like went to give him props, and he looked at my my fist. And he just was like, yeah, whatever, man. And he walked away. What? But yeah, he uh, walked away. And I was just like, all uh, right, all right, fuck you then. Like, cool. That's fine. You want to be a prick? You can be a prick. Um, but I met a lot of other players. There was a couple players that were saucy pants. I'm not going to say any names. Um, but they were a good time. They were a really good time. I actually had like a 10 to 15 minute conversation with, um, what's his face, with Tatar. Thomas Tatar. Such a cool dude, man. Such an awesome guy. I was like, bro, why didn't you resign? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, honestly, man, like Bergeron really didn't really reach out to me. He's like, they never really reached out to me. Like, they kind of just cut ties with me. I kind of knew that, though. Yeah. yeah. So they were just like, yeah, whatever. I was just like, damn, bro. Like, he wasn't part yeah, of the he, muscle club. Yeah. No, he was honestly, Tatar was a super cool <laughs> dude and like super humble. And like, he's like, yo, stay right here. Like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to the washroom. Like, I'll be right back. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I was like, Dude, just I think he room. wanted you to say, "Hey, no, I'll come. I'll come with I'll you. Come, I'll give you a <laughs> No, but he's like, he's like, he's like, bro, I'll, I'll come back. We'll chat some more. And I was like, nah, man. He's like, I'll buy you a drink. We'll do whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, go do your thing, man. Like, it's it's uh, he sure. See, birthday. that's a good story. And this is true because yeah. Gibby did send me photos. I have the proof. I have a video of Subban. Um, I have a bunch of videos. Truth. I'll send it to you. I'll send you. But the boys, video. Uh, this pod is going long, so let's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. end it here with let's yeah. have some fun. Gibby, you have something for let's have some fun, right? So. Have some fun. Um, so allegedly, you know, Canada is such a third world country now. I don't know because I live in the U.S. Um, Gibby told me that there was some problems uh, with internet and Rogers and all that stuff. Yeah, That's, those are lies. <laughs> those are lies. <laughs> not true. They're not true. No, no, it's no, no, no. It's all no, no, it's no, no, not no, 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 no. If you go on the bell, you're fine. Ah, uh, there you go. You see, Gibby, no, anything or? Well, I mean, you kind of put me on the spot here. I put it I... in the group. Um, fuck. It's okay. Don't worry. Let's end it then. With hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you got it. Hold on. So yeah, like uh, we found it. Yeah, finally, I found, I found them. Um, so one of them was um, Rogers. Let's not talk day. <laughs> yeah, the tweets. Um, <laughs> and it's, it was a picture of like. I mean, it's kind of like mocking the mental health thing, but I thought it was pretty. Hold clever. on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one was Air Canada. This is tweets. Um, Air Canada. We are the worst service in Canada. And then it was like a rogers and then it's like a gif of or jiff according to Vinny, jiff. of uh hold my of, beer of um usher uh. <laughs> it was usher and it was like watch this um uh. what's what's the <laughs> other one there's another one that was really funny um oh actually anique from <laughs> um habs tonight she ended up uh, tweeting, hey, at Rogers, have you tried unplugging for 10 seconds and plugging back in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's pretty good. That's um, good. I'm sure that was what the problem was. 100%. And then, and then, do you guys remember uh, the Super Bowl halftime show with the weekend? Yes, of course. You know that like moment where he's like walking in, like all yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. and shit. So it was like the weekend at Rogers headquarters trying to find the router, and it was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like oh, it's blurry. Oh, it's blurry. Oh uh, no, whatever. Oh, yeah, um, let me try and see if I can find one more. That's pretty good. Wow. They really had a good time with it. Oh, did you guys hear that they're going to compensate us? It's like fucking like $2. Uh, I don't know who cents. us is. I, uh, I know. The Rogers customers? T-Mobile USA, baby. Let's go. Team Rogers. All right. That's it. First that's, show. That's oh, sorry. I got another one. Just quickly. Oh, okay. Rogers offers Canada's fastest, most reliable outages across the country. Uh, that's all I got. That's, that's cringe. That's <laughs> Boys, last uh, thoughts here for the show. Um, I want to ask you a question. Customers only bathrooms. How do you feel about those? I hate that. Stupid, right? It's stupid. Actually, I got a question for you guys. I got a question too. Uh, Joint bathrooms. I just, I went to Yorkdale and I didn't know that there was that. And like, it's guy and girl bathrooms. And I just got, I'm cool with that. I don't like it. I love for, it. For many reasons, I don't like it. There's many reasons. I thought it was weird. But personally, I just, I think it's just like, you're encouraging like creeps to like follow a girl into a bathroom almost, you know? Any last thoughts? You got anything else? Get it off your chest before we leave here. On the bathroom thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really care about bathrooms. Uh, just in general. Just hey, hold listen. it in. <laughs> so, guys, we had a lot to say today. It was nice to be back. Nice to see your lovely faces. And that's it, man. That's all I could that's all I Okay, say. before we go, last thing. Yeah. If we ever went uh we ever decided to venture off ourselves, mm. um, new names of the show would be Gibber a listen. Because you know, <laughs> uh Vinny just came up with <laughs> Gibber a listen. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, I guess I don't know, Vin it to win it. Oh yeah, I love that. Vin it to win it or win it uh is you stupid or is Lou stupid? I don't know. That's, <laughs> That's stupid. I still think your best, the best show title you ever came up or with. Or no, is you stupid or is Lou stupid, the podcast? Come uh, on. It's, it's, yeah. it's a competition between who's stupider, me or the fans. Well, it'd be you because you just said the word <laughs> stupider. Yeah. What no, were you saying? Cr- cracking out a pod. That was the best. Bro, that name. was my idea. No, that was Lou. No, that was me. No, no. Stop taking, stop taking credit. Yeah, we've gone over this. I'm gonna pull up the tapes. I'm all right, pull, pull up, up the tapes. Cool. Anyway, guys, that's all we got today. <laughs> See, See ya later. later. No song. No song. I don't have a song. No. <laughs> okay, we're gonna just. Yeah, end it like that. End it like that. Hey, all right. Have a good time. Hey, hold on. I forgot. Bye. Have a good time. Listen, um,